This episode is supported by Trustonomy, an original podcast from One Trust. Every good relationship you have, personal or business, it involves trust. But we all know that trust doesn't just happen, right? We've all lost trust in a friend or a brand or a product. Trustonomy is a new podcast that looks at true stories from the past to understand how trust works and what makes it stronger and how to rebuild it when it's broken. Now, you know, I'm a sucker for a good podcast that weaves historical stories and relates it to what's happening today. So I thoroughly enjoyed this Trustonomy episode and recommend that you check that out as well. Search for Trustonomy in your podcast player. We'll also include a link in the show notes. Many thanks to the One Trust team for their support. As artificial intelligence continues to revolutionize our world, there's a critical conversation that we can't ignore AI safety and security. And that's where HackerOne's AI red teaming comes into play, rigorously testing AI models to prevent them from being misled or exploited. With over 750 specialized hackers in their community, HackerOne isn't just theorizing. They're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large organization, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit HackerOne.com slash AI dash safety dash security again HackerOne.com slash AI dash safety dash security. This episode is sponsored by Porkbun.com. Porkbun is a refreshingly different domain name registrar that's different from the other ones like GoDaddy or Namecheap. They've got low prices on hundreds of different domain extensions. They've got everything from .com domains to really cool ones like .pro, .dev, .xyz. Every domain name at Porkbun comes with tons of freebies too, like SSL certificate, who is privacy, DNS, URL forwarding, and hosting trials. Because why pay for things that should be free, right? All these incredible features and tools are backed by incredible support, 365 days a year, and more five-star reviews on Trustpilot from real customers than anyone else. Look, you can get a dollar off your next domain name from Porkbun and see why they're the best domain name register around by using our code. Just go to porkbun.com forward slash rocketchipfm24. That's porkbun, P-O-R-K-B-U-N dot com forward slash rocketchipfm24. You'll save a dollar on your next domain. So, Mike, we're back with part two of our Jobs to be Done episode featuring Bob Mesta. Yes, I am super excited for this. Of course, if you haven't listened to the last episode we did, you definitely want to go back and check that out. There was a lot of setup that's going to lead right into this episode. But this is the episode where we really dig in with one of the attendees for my conference, Industry, and Bob Mesta basically becomes my Jobs to be Done coach. (laughs) He's basically your sensei. And what a better what a better sensei i can't think of anybody else that i would rather have as my jobs to be done sensei than bob mesta it's true it's true i am extremely jealous i I will say that before we get into this but i'm excited to learn who your guest was oh yes and we will get into that in just a moment welcome to rocketship.fm 
In season four of Rocketship, we are diving into everything product and growth. Rocketship FM is produced in partnership with Product Collective. We're your hosts, Michael Saka and Mike Belsito. And so, who did you find? Well, you are about to find out. Here's Bob and me before our special guests join the call. This call is being recorded. Good morning. Hey, good morning. It's Mike Belsito here. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Good. All right. So we're going to talk to Matt. We are going to talk to Matt. And he was a first time attendee this past year. So Matt. Yes. Specifically, Matt Raglan, onboarding lead at ConvertKit. You know, I actually sat next to Matt at industry for most of the conference. Oh, no way. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, we've had Nathan Berry, the founder of ConvertKit, on the show in the past. This is really exciting. Yeah, that well, that is really cool. Well, yes. And now we're going to get to hear from Matt on the show. In fact, here's part of the interview where Bob pretty much takes over the whole interview. And I put myself on mute. I opened up my moleskin and pretty much just started filling it up with pages and pages of notes. And so here's Bob kicking things off with Matt. And this goes on for like three minutes or so, but I want to play it through just to show off how Bob starts off Jobs to Be Done interviews. So thank you for taking the time. Um, we're doing what I, what I would say is early research to get the language basically on why people attend industry, right? So we're going to end up doing a survey later. I want to more or less figure out the job you hired this conference for. It's going to be, so the, the setup is pretty much the same. It's like we're looking for language. We're trying to basically make sure we understand what you mean. Um, and, and the best way to think about it is I almost want to shoot the documentary about kind of how, how you found industry, how you decided that was the conference, and then how well did it kind of meet those expectations. And then if we have some extra time, we might talk about some other conferences you've been to. Sounds great. Perfect. So let's let's start with just set the scene for me. Give me a little bit of your background, where you work, what you do, and then we'll just kind of let the conversation flow from there. Great. So I work at ConvertKit. It's an email marketing platform for creators and similar to MailChimp, uh, AWeber, Infusionsoft. And so what the... The role that I've had here is on the customer success team, and I've been mm -hmm. with ConvertKit for a little over two years now, and uh, I've been doing more and more on the uh, customer research side, and I wanted to continue to develop my skills and also connections and resources around product management, product design, so that... Um, I would have a better skill set to be able to take customer interactions and research and take the next step and be able to uh, have a bigger role in implementing them into the product. So that was that was a lot of my initial thinking around looking for the conference. Got it. Got it. Okay. How long have you been with ConvertKit? A little over two years. So I started where, where, Yeah, that's uh, how you say that, but, um, but where were you before? Sorry. Gotcha. I was doing, I was doing some contract work with a couple other startups, um, three, four months at a time, and really before even before even ConvertKit, I had been applying for tech jobs for a little over a year and had been, like I said, supporting myself with contract work. So um, that was 
what I was what I was doing before. And the most of the contract work was around like um, copywriting, customer education, like filling out people's knowledge bases, uh, doing onboarding and education videos, things like that. Okay. okay. And uh, where are you in the world? I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. In Nashville. Have you always been in Nashville? No, I we moved to Nashville in 2013. 2013. And we is uh, you and your wife. Yes, Function. my wife and I. Yeah. Kids yet? We have a two-year-old boy. All right. Life is life is busy. I know that. I have four, it so it's very busy. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm the so, oldest of five, so. Get the busy. I'm the youngest of four, so uh, like I, I'll say, I'd rather be the youngest than the oldest. The oldest always cuts his teeth on everything. The youngest gets away with murder. So, all right. So, so when did you when did you first hear about industry? Do you remember? Yes, I did. It was on a podcast. Mike was a guest on a podcast. On a podcast, I take it he's referring to... I believe it was Business Product Management. Not what I was expecting. <laughs> Not Rocket Ship, but it's another great podcast for product people, too. Of course, of course. All right, let's go, <laughs> let's go back to Matt, and let's listen in and how Bob continues with him. And again, I'll let this play out for another good few minutes. And, and do you listen to that one regularly? Intermittently so. Uh, I haven't listened to it in a little while, but okay. at, at the time I was, I was really trying to get as much uh, information as I can about about the job, about the role. Right. Do you remember when um, when that was about? Was that in the summer? Was it was it over spring? the it was over the summer, uh, late spring, early summer, May May or June. Okay. And and this is gonna straight seem strange, but where were you in the car? Were you working out, or were you at your desk? I was, I was most likely in the car at that time. I was hustling my son back and forth to daycare a good bit. Um, my wife, my wife's a nurse, and so on the days that she did work, um, I would take him there and back and. So the daycare was about 20 minutes away, so I could get a yep. pretty good, pretty good podcast in. Get a podcast in. And, and was this one of those things where you, you heard it and it's like, oh, I got to write that down or I got to remember that? Or was it like, hey, that would be a good idea. Let me, you know, like, can you almost shoot the scene of you hearing it and then thinking about it? As best you can sure. remember. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was in the car, like I said, most likely. I could have also been on a walk. Um, yeah. But, you know, probably not at, I try and keep, probably not at my desk and probably not working out. But, um, yeah, I was, so I was in the car and just, I, I needed a conference to attend uh, every year. Uh, that's one of the thing, one of the continuing education things we have at ConvertKit, which is nice. We get to go to a conference each year. And um, I wanted my conference. I was already in the mindset of like I wanted my my conference to be one that would help me kind of level up my skills and knowledge in in the tech in the tech industry. 
the year before I had just gone to like a fun conference and I can talk about, talk more about that later, but, um, I wanted, like I said, this one. So when I heard you know, product and, um, I saw that Jason Freed was going to be, so, well, let me rewind. Um, yeah, I just made a mental note of it. And then when I was back in my computer or done driving, I just looked up the website, saw the speaker, saw the speaker profiles and saw that Jason uh, Freed was speaking and that you also were speaking and leading a workshop, actually, that had been studying jobs to be done. And so when I saw both of those, when I heard about it and I saw you and Jason were speaking, I began the process of uh, signing up. Not not right away. I still needed to talk <clears throat> talk with my direct about it. But that was that was the first step for me. Right, but but you but you one is you had a slot that you had to fill. You had a conference you could go to, to in 2017. And where did you go last year? The 2016. I went to one in Portland called the World Domination Summit, <laughs> and it is it was more. Um, just to paint you a little bit more of a picture there, we're a remote company. And at that point, um, at that point, when I signed up for WDS, I knew a lot of our customers were going to be there. And also a lot of our employees that I, at that point, I'd been with the company six, seven months and had not met really. Okay. Let's pause here a bit. What's your take thus far? What's going through your mind as Bob is digging in with Matt? Well, that's just it. Like he's really digging in deep. And that's pretty much my biggest observation about all of this. Like he's going so deep, probably probably like way deeper than what I'm used to. There are times where Bob just keeps asking Matt to clarify. He even interrupts him like for the sake of getting clarity on what exactly Matt means when he says something. And Honestly, I'm not used to doing it that way. I'm just not used to being that bold and really digging in like that. That's definitely something that could take some getting used to. Uh, But I can see how being so diligent on continuing to dig in can allow you to uncover things that you're not going to if you just stay on the surface, right? If you just accepted the basic answer at face value. So true. So, okay, I'm going to play a little bit more here. And I'll start it at this portion of the conversation with Matt, where he starts to talk about some of the reasons why a conference-like industry stood out to him. Okay, back to Matt. To me, you know, one of the things that I've kind of gotten consistent feedback about from uh, ConvertKit and then in some other roles, but especially ConvertKit as like my first uh, extended full-time job in tech Mm -hmm. is that, Matt, you're great with relationships. You're great working with the customers directly. Uh, We'd like to see you uh, have more, have more skills around the technical aspect of your job. managing managing projects taking the lead and ownership on uh, different tests and experiments that you want to run uh, being able to like communicate with the engineers better and um, understanding the data behind uh, the data behind what's important to your role and so I started looking for and to me to me when I heard that and you know, after asking some questions of my directs as well, uh, to me, that sounded a lot like what a product project manager does. Throw it, throw it back even a couple of years before that. I had actually um, interviewed for a project product manager role 
at a company called backcountry.com in Salt Lake City in 2012. And I didn't, I did not get that job, but that's what really has sparked my interest in, in the role. And I've been kind of um, and, on and, and off pursuing you, it. Yes, uh, again, sorry, I'm going to interrupt just because I, I don't want you to move too far ahead without me kind of make sure I unpack. Right. So is that is that really kind of where you were headed and it took the, the initial kind of uh, customer success job knowing that, hey, if I get in here, I can maybe get over to uh, and get over to the product management, pro- uh, project management side. But uh, is that where you wanted to be or did you really like customer service and this was more about extending customer service? or customer success? No, that's a great question. And to me, yes, I've, I've been, I've been bearing towards product and project management uh, since, since that time. And since, to since me, that country. Since, since that country in 2012. Now, we'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Now, Back to the show. Back country in 2012. Now, the conversation went on for literally 45 minutes more. And obviously, we can't play everything in this episode, but I I don't know. I actually think it would be super useful if we did. So, Michael, I don't know. I'd be down for playing the entire interview in its entirety for the Rocket Ship listeners at some point, maybe. Yeah, I definitely think we should. But for now... What happened after that time with Matt? Well, that's when I spent about another hour with Bob debriefing. And that was so helpful because it allowed me to see not just again, like what an interview actually looks like, but how Bob actually synthesizes all of that information. Here's just a little bit of the post-interview debrief that I had with Bob Mesta. Let's just, first of all, debrief the content and then we can debrief the process. Sounds great. So... So let's just talk about the the, the um, timeline and tell me the timeline you got, and then I'll tell you the timeline I got, or we'll kind of go through it together. But like, what 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 was the sequence of things that happened? So the actual yeah. the actual timing doesn't matter; it's more the sequence. Like, what happened first? What happened second? What happened third? So, yeah, the first thing that I thought he mentioned was that he heard me on the podcast. Uh, this is yep. product management. And I know that that hit that aired in February. So him saying that springtime, you know, makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I had so, the uh, key. Well, so so hold on. What I would do is the, the actual yeah. first thought of of you know product management and going there is like so to me it's like almost back at what is it back country where it's like I'm yeah. I'm stuck in customer service but I want to be a product person and it's like yeah. that's the thing that's catching his head. And so, and the other part might be his, 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 his hearing this and saying, hey, that's going to be pretty close. And in fact, hearing you on a podcast is a perfect example of passive looking, right? He's not, right. you know, he's got an, a space in his brain. He hears you on the podcast. He hears Jason. He hears about jobs. He hears, you know, this, this might be something worthwhile. And then he gets the review, <laughs> right? Yep. And, and the review is really that thing that causes him to kind of go and actively look. Yeah. Right. So, so the review is what I call event one, where it's like, oh, you know what? And, and and it wasn't like most people were would be devastated by some of that news, but he knew it, and he's like, okay, this gives me the opportunity to kind of go figure some, some things out. Oh yeah, I remember that podcast, that that uh, industry conference in Cleveland. So you can see, even though I had pages of notes in front of me, 
when Bob asked me about the timeline, it was easy for me to note him hearing the podcast I was on as the beginning of the timeline. But really, it was when Matt was working at Backcountry five or six years ago, where for him his product journey started, which is what ultimately led him to industry. And that's where the timeline really started. Yes, exactly. Well, that's pretty fascinating stuff to get to listen to. And like you said, this is only really scratching the surface. Maybe in the future, we can release all of this hearing the actual Jobs to be Done interview in its entirety with the coaching from Bob Mesta. I think that would really benefit everybody. I really think it could. And for now, I'll take as much coaching from Bob Mesta as I can get. If you want to find out more about Rocketship.fm, go to Rocketship.fm. It's pretty simple, right? Make sure you subscribe to this podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, so you don't miss future episodes in this series. And if you like today's episode... Tell a friend. Or two friends or a lot of friends. We would love it if you would spread the word. And when you can, go to rocketship.fm and scroll all the way down and leave your email with us. We'll let you know about upcoming episodes, but we'll also get you in on a Slack channel with thousands of other product people and all sorts of other good stuff that we know you'll be interested in. So go to rocketship.fm and sign up for our newsletter. If you enjoy this content, leave us a quick review um, or tell a friend or share the link on Twitter. Anything helps to get the word out about the show. We really appreciate it. We'll be right back here in just a couple of days. Thank you.